Ciao ragazzi and welcome to another edition of Serie A Sit Down, World Football Index's podcast of Calcio Told Like It Is. I'm Frank Corello. Richard Carmen. Ciao, Richard. Ciao, Frank. How are we doing on the Sunday night? You're dressed like it's winter over there. What's it's going freezing on? in my basement. It's oh, freezing. it's freezing in your basement. I, <laughs> yeah. I see. It's it is wonderful in my basement. It was 85 degrees outside. It was outside. Just, Same thing here today, but the air conditioning's going on blast inside nice and cool i'm not i'm not sweating down here this is when i like hanging out in my basement when it's you yeah know, it, yeah so for being outside coaching and doing yard work and a uh you know a yeah. day full of that and um you know trying to get you know ca- caught up on the calcio so um you know got to be nice and uh, nice and relaxed yeah the, 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 it's a that, that's a fat guy thing when it's when it gets hot out at the basement is a place to go for cover so uh, Dave Garascio, as always, good to see you. Michael Lisi, George Widmer, what's up? George, George, notice how George is all of a sudden turning up now that Gallaty's <laughs> out of the bottom three? I like it. Smart. <laughs> He's smart. He's smart. Like he went into hibernation, and now that they're out, now that they're uh, starting to uh, gain some traction and uh, find a little bit of form, uh, George all of a sudden is back in our chat. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Love it. Uh, so we've got uh, we've got things to talk about today. We're going to break down um match week 32 or match week 32 match week 34 uh in parts um we will have a preview of juve and milan and of course the world's most famous hashtag game who won calcio twitter got a lot of nominees again uh so we got a lot uh got we have a lot we have to go through on that so one of these times we're just going to be doing exclusively who won calcio twitter uh (laughs) they just come thick and fast everybody's been up in their game richard it's just the way good just good it's it's catching on like wildfire i love it yep absolutely so uh we will uh open this one at the top richard inter have uh closed the deal here on this Serie A season they are champions yeah of Italy um, for the first time since 2010. Um, they got partway there with that 2-0 win over Crotone, where they outshot Crotone 23-6. Goals coming from Christian Eriksen uh, and Ashraf Hakimi uh, to seal it off. Um, and a Lukaku goal that hurts my prospects of Lukaku winning Capocaninieri because it was taken away for Perisic having his like left nut <laughs> in an offside position or something like that. So anyway, Inter are champions, and I mean, let's face it, Richard. There's no other way to get around this. The best team won. That's the best team won the Scudetto this year. Yeah, David says, "Don't you dare clap." I know, I know, but they hey, they, they deserve it. They're by far the best team this year. They're the most consistent. Uh, and just just the best team in uh, flat out yes the tablecloths you know their their jerseys they wore today it's uh something to laugh at but uh, what's not to laugh at is how good this team is and how how Conte really got you know squeezed every bit of uh every bit of talent from this team and get got them to be successful every week in and week out uh, and they pulled away and they're pulling away from the rest of the league and so uh, you know congratulations to them all the they're listening in and you know they're the deserved champions. Um, you know, it's not the most entertaining football, but we, like we said with Allegri in the past, it doesn't matter as long as you get the W, right? And uh, Inter, they 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 got it done this year. Um, many predicted that they would, and uh, you know they did. They they got they dethroned uh, mighty Juventus from uh, winning their tenth, including yourself. You picked them to win it. I I I predicted a Scudetto would be won by a wide margin. I just had the wrong team. Correct. So correct. Um, correct. Right now, it's a thirteen point gap. I said anywhere from eight to ten. 
Uh, so yeah. we, we, we um, still might get that. Yep, still might get that by the end of the day if Inter just decides that they're going to sandbag much of the rest of the season because they literally, yeah, sure, there is literally zero for them to play for unless Lukaku's really that motivated to want to win Capo Canonieri this year. If they just mm-hmm. run him out there a lot, um, you know, I mean, what what's that's about the only thing that's left. Um, yeah, I, you know, I mean, I heard a lot about people saying that uh, you know about Conte haters and this and that. You know, I was like, I really didn't know. I didn't see any people that were Conte haters outside of Interisti who were you know half the season were like. You need to get out of here. You suck. Da, da, da. I mean, most people who are like neutrals who didn't care about Inter, they knew that he was a good pick, and no one—I don't—I didn't see anyone that hated him. At least I didn't. I don't know about you, Frank. Did you see any many people that hated this Conte as a Inter manager outside of the Inter community? Not really. I mean, yeah, and I don't know how. I mean, I respect him. Uh, sure, yeah, he knows absolutely. how to win. The guy—he—he he has an identity for how he wants to go about playing the game, how he how he wants his team to play the game. <laughs> he has had a um um. He has had a uh, history of of taking, you know, less than desirable talent and making it shine. I mean, take a look at what he did in 2016 with Italy at the Euros. Yeah, um, getting a very very poor team, uh, you know, to the last eight and included in that wins over Belgium and Spain. So the, the guy can coach. The guy can manage. He's a great tactician. He knows when. He's in situations where he can keep the ball for long periods of time. He knows when the counter game is much more. I think he's far more effective when he has got his team lined up to counter yeah. uh, than he is yeah. in you know in situations where they have to keep the ball. I think that's something that still has to get sorted out. You know, in terms of in terms of him being tactically flexible, he's far better. Uh, you know, in situations where the opponent has got the ball the majority of the time and they can just hit him on the break. And why not with the the team that Inter had? You and I have been talking about it all season with, yeah. you know, those two forwards. I mean, yeah, go go forward with seven, eight guys and try to unlock them with, with numbers at your peril. You're going to leave some wide open spaces for those guys. And then you've got midfielders that follow the play like like Barella, who's had a found, uh, fantastic season. Hakimi, who bombed – Hakimi was the perfect fit um you know in terms of a new arrival so um you know that's uh that's just it and they did it in convincing fashion here they've they've won this title with four games to spare that's very impressive um i mean i you can't say enough negative things about this inter team i they uh they're capable of goals they're capable of keeping you up they've got the best defense in the league in terms of goals against on the season so i i mean uh, you know hate to say hate to be redundant but the best team won this title. And I, I wonder if we're talking about this, if he, he didn't make some of his adjustments very early in the season, i.e. an Alessandro Bastoni playing mm-hmm. instead of an Alexander Kolarov. That was something that we were ripping to shreds. How do you have this guy back here and expect to win a Scudetto? Yeah. Um, he, turns that, he turns that position over to Bastoni, and Bastoni shines. He turns – I mean, and I'll just go through other superlatives of, of Antonio Conte that impressed me. Um, he, you know, for long stretches of the season, made it work with the combination of Ashley Young and Ivan Perisic playing as a left wing back. Mm. You know, Young has some attributes that make sense for him to play there. He's probably better on the right. Perisic isn't a wing back. He's a winger. You know, he made that work. He turned Nicola Barella into one of the best midfielders in Europe. Uh, and he transformed Christian Eriksen from an attacking midfielder you know, from a trequartista to a to a working midfielder uh, in his system uh, over the course of the season. I mean, these steps were all vital to get Inter to where they are. I don't know. They may still win the title, 
without some of this, but you know, they certainly don't have a 13 point lead with four weeks to play. Yeah, yeah, and I think what you, I think you had a miss uh, uh, forty and slip there. You said there's not enough negative things we can say about Inter. There's actually plenty of negative things we can say, but we shouldn't. Oh, not, not on this day. The one, well, I mean, but, you as, know. As, as I know, I know, as objective, <laughs> podcasters. I know, I know, I agree. No, you know, not, and you know, speaking of, you know, you, you mentioned the Italian team that he that he took with like that had no talent on it. One of your boys on that team, uh, Edder, had uh, some nice words for Inter today on their victory too. So, uh, yeah, everyone's coming out today applauding Inter, and uh, yeah, they deserved it. They I think Hater just it. wanted to wanted wanted people to remember who he was. I'm surprised he didn't tag you in that picture. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, Inter is fully deserved. I mean, what he's done with this team. Uh, it's funny because I saw videos of you know when when Erickson was first introduced, they had him like as a maestro in front of the orchestra, and he had he had a struggling, a difficult season this year. You know, Conte really pushing him to. Uh, to get better, and he wasn't, and it looked like he may be on the way out, and all of a sudden he's turned it around. He became that maestro they were looking for. Uh, Barella, obviously, like a, a great season by him. Uh, Skriniar and DeVry, well, great seasons by him. Hadanovic, you know, coming up big many times. I mean, look at the, just look at the Derby win alone, right? How, how many? How big was he in that game? Yeah. Um, and then having the the flexibility to change your lineup. Yes, it's a three-five-two, but you know, we saw four-one-four-one. We saw. Uh, many different variations of it, and and it's Conte, like you said, adapting to the teams that he, they played against and finding ways when they can hold the ball, they would hold the ball, try to try to work through the defense if it's, it's a park the bus situation, or you know if it's a team that likes to, to have the ball like Sassuolo or Atalanta, you sit back, you let them play, and then you hit them on the counter with the speedsters like Hakimi uh, and Lukaku, Lukaku, I mean Lukaku, what a beast this year, and uh, yeah. Lauturo. So. Um, yeah, just a fantastic job all the way around. Uh, Bobby Gags is the is a Scudetto winner, right? Um, and so, so many people that you wouldn't expect to be a Scudetto winner are, are. And there's and then there's others who are, you know, glad to see they get to the, get the title. Like Lukaku is one of them. Yeah. Um, Handanovic is great to see him get another get a get a trophy here. So uh, yeah, well done by Inter. Not not enough good things to say about them today. Um, they they fully deserve the tra- the championship. Um, and we'll see how long it lasts. It's going to be interesting, uh, you know, going to next year. You know, there might be some coaching changes uh, all around. So, you know, we'll wait, wait and see on that. But uh, as far as this season goes, Inter, um, fantastic job. And I think it was a, uh, an omen, a, a good omen that they had lost so early in the Champions League and gave them some um, one, one tournament to focus on, right? And that's, that's the Scudetto. And, and they got it done. Bravo. Yep. Bravo. Um Good question here from David. Do you think any of these players are leaving next year in order to balance the books? A lot of talk about Inter's financial struggles. Let's you know, shall we say? Um, You know, is it is it time to are are there going to be sales of these players? And I guess the other question that we should probably ask, you know, what are the what needs do you have? What needs are in this team? I think the Inter fans will all tell you goalkeeper. They'll they'll tell you that. Sami Handanovic has probably run his race. They are very interested in the likes of a guy like Musso at, at Udinese, yeah. um, you know, and players like that. Uh, you know, Letaro Martinez would be a very interesting shout uh, as far as a guy that you could probably get some money off of. I know that Barcelona was very, uh, very interested, and then they just didn't get the deal done. Um, and that's the other question. Does Antonio Conte stay? So there's that's the, that's the, other, the other shoe that's dropping here is that you know, while this is a day for Inter fans to celebrate, and rightfully so, there's some there's some choppy waters here. Uh, you know, in the off season that they've that they've got to look ahead to, and that they've got to navigate. 
Does it get any better than th- than this day for for Conte? Does, yep. I mean, what well, can he can he you know reasonably win a can he win a Champions League? That is a question. And so if, I think if he doesn't get the players he wants this off season, and it's going to be hard with the books the way they are. Um, he may just say, you know what, hey, I did I did what I came here to do. My my status as a as a world class manager has been risen because of Inter. Maybe it's time for me to move on and try something different. You know, maybe he goes to another league or something. Who knows? Uh, that is the million dollar question. I don't. That's the one question I don't think many people know. Um, it makes sense that he would stay, but it also makes sense that he would leave, right? Um, yep. You got to You do have to balance the books. Maybe you got to sell Laurenturo. Um, I would really love to have Nima on here or someone from Inter side talk about that to really go in depth about like what exactly is going on in there with the books and what do they have to do to 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 get that all straightened out. Yeah, they're going to get Champions League money again and for what you know for making the Champions League again uh, and winning also Scudetto, but uh, you still got a there's a debt in there that they have to pay. They've it's been noted mightily how much. Um, they've struggled in that department this season, you know, possibly, you know, we had that one video, I think Uncle Sharma posted a picture of uh, uh, Vidal talking to somebody saying, hey guys, we haven't even paid this month, bro. So, you know, it's 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 been choppy this year for sure. And uh, I think that once we find out about Conte, I think that's when the other dominoes start to fall. But I think once we've, we have to find out first, does Conte say or not? Uh, and that's going to be the first big, bit of news this, uh, this summer, I think, for yeah. Inter. I mean, and that probably even that's another layer to what what makes Conte such a very good manager is that he was able to <laughs> keep this group focused, right, um, on, on on winning this title with with some of those distractions and some of the talk that's been going on. So I think Gianni's with you that he's uh, annoyed that Kolarov off is a Scudetto winner now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, like I said, I, I think if he was a regular starter week in and week out, I. I I certainly don't think Inter have a 13-point gap right now, and yeah. uh, you could you may you may even argue that they're not in first place, but um, but nonetheless, I mean, I think it was uh, was certainly uh, impressive. Jerry, good to see you. Miguel, good to see you. Mm-hmm. Um, pack the chat, man. That's what I said. Let's pack the chat. Let's get everybody in here. It's a Sunday night. What else are you going to do with your night? That's so, right. That's right. So no Oscars tonight. So yeah, where's Stevie? <laughs> yeah. He's watching. We're just watching replay of it, I guess. Yep. Uh, yeah, where's Stevie? Stevie's still watching the Oscars, isn't he? Wait, wait. Jerry's in the chat saying Richard is a big Inter fan. He heard he's the guy who's constantly running by Inter these days. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm waiting for him to say Forza Inter in one of these days. Well, he keeps saying it's because of his dad. His dad's <laughs> an Inter supporter. We know Alex Dono is his dad, and that's he's a big fan. We understand that part, but still, eventually got to come out. Yep. <laughs> I agree, Jerry, about the Oscars, but wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't use your words. So we're, we're respecting your father, Jerry. No, we, did, we didn't say anything negative. Don't worry about it. That's right. Um, Alex won today, so. Yep. 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 Jerry, that's uh, enjoy Calcio connection with Alex. It's going to be insufferable. It's going to be the one time he's more insufferable than you. Oh, oops. (laughs) Hi, Jerry. (laughs) (laughs) Juve Daly's in the house. Ciao. Ciao. You have uh, you've relinquished your title. So when are we coming back on with Calcio connection? Well, when do (laughs) when when I have a life again? Uh, at least the season's come to an end, right? Yeah. Oh, um, so, let's see. So Gianni's asking, joined a little late, but did you guys discuss if Inter makes his Champions League push next year since they got to the Scudetto or just focus on maintaining a title reign? I think they're going to they're gonna probably have to kind of keep things as is. I don't know how much, what their financial resources are going to be looking like, uh, you know, with, you know, some of the stories that have been out there. It's, 
again, uh, you know, what can they get? They're going to have to give something substantial up to get anything to reinforce. Yeah. Like I said, you know, inter- most Interisti uh, will probably tell you that um, uh, most Interisti will probably tell you that if, if you take a look at the starting 11 and you moved on from one of these players, you're probably moving on with from Handanovic. Um, as we said earlier, we, you know, some Interisti will tell you that that man has probably run his course as their goalkeeper and that it's time to go in a different direction. Um, but, you know, you look at the starters that they put out there, and I don't know who you part from, um, you know, since he's just starting to come back and get his legs under him. Um, Sell him before he breaks again. Well, that's that's true. You could do that. So, um so it's hard for me to wonder who they're gonna who 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 they would sell. I mean, if they did sell anybody out of this out of this eleven, they're gonna be getting a significant amount of money for them, or at least they're gonna command it. Yeah. So that's at least where I'm at with that. Uh, Jerry, we're gonna answer that question later um, in a in a in a match preview. So David says, uh, would you rather sign Donnarumma for twelve million dollars a year or Conte as your coach? Well, I think depends on your project. If you're looking to win a Scudetto, Conte for twelve million. Yep. Uh, if you're looking for longevity, the future, um, then I would go Donnarumma. It's yep. it's difficult. So it depends what your what your what your wants are. I mean, Conte obviously knows how to win titles. Uh, he's always going to go to the right situation, but uh, he's got it done. He's got done got it done in two locations. And uh, why why wouldn't you bet on him to win a Scudetto again somewhere else? Sure. Or here or Inter. I mean, so sure. So we'll see. So. Again, you know, congratulations to Inter. Uh, it's a it's a day to celebrate. It's a day for the Nerazzurri to be to be proud and to be happy. Um, leave it to us as Milan supporters that you still have some choppy waters in front of you here in the off season. <laughs> so uh, we'll see how long you actually celebrate this stuff, but uh, but enjoy it. Um, so uh, Inter are champions. Now we will move on, Richard. Uh, five big games uh, shaping up the. Race for the top four. Yeah, starting with Torino and Parma. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, first off, we're getting off is uh, Milan hosting Benevento. Uh, this game was started off goal scoring started early. A man who's been missing much of the season, Hakan Chalanolu, in the sixth minute. Nice give and go. Uh, he ends up getting the goal. Uh, wonderful down one nothing at that point. Uh, they, that score would be the same going into halftime. Uh, this game had a lot of opportunities going both ways. Both teams had many opportunities to score goals, missing their chances. Uh, but in the 60th minute, uh, Milan finally got another goal in. Uh, this time from Teo Hernandez. 2-0 Milan get a big win after some struggling weeks here. Uh, big three points for them in, in the top four race. Uh, another team trying to make it into the top four is Lazio. Uh, Lazio actually started out this game very, very well. Uh, Joaquin Correa got the goal starting, goal scoring start in the 30th minute. Uh, followed that up, uh, Immobile in the, uh, got a penalty uh, just before halftime. Uh, he steps up and scores the goal. one nothing there, or 2 nothing. excuse me, there going to halftime. Outside of the break, though, Genoa get a quick early goal and own goal by Marosic. Uh, but that would be short-lived as Luis Alberto with a nice goal of the week candidate in the 48th minute. 3-1 at that point. Uh, Joaquin Correa would get his brace in the 56. 4-1 looked like it was just going to be a cruise control type of game. But then Lazio went home, I think, and uh, Genoa decided to play. Uh, they got a penalty in the 80th. Skamaka got his seventh goal of the season. Uh, and then Eldor, just a minute later, gets a goal 
Uh, 4-3, uh, Lazio were able to hang on, get the big three points that they needed, but uh, was not as easy as it started out the first uh, 60 minutes of the game. Uh, the last 30 minutes or so were a little little uh, butt-clenching, if you will. Uh, my next team into the top four race, Napoli hosting Cali. The uh, goal scoring started early in the 13th minute. Goal of the week candidate, Osimen, a beautiful pass by Insigne, an even better touch by Osimen to get uh, free from Godin. Uh, wonderfully, t- wonderfully taken there by the striker. Uh, one nothing there going into halftime. Uh, this game was a, a bit of a chess match. Frank uh, went back and forth. Um, Napoli trying to find ways to score. They could not find a way to score against Cagliari. Lo and behold, I decided with uh, as soon as it hit the 90 minute mark that I'm gonna leave because the game's over, right? Nope. What do you know? It's 94th minute. Uh, Nandez, goal of the week candidate. Duncan with a wonderful pass. I think it was, oh, I don't know if it was Duncan, but um, wonderful pass uh, that Nandez finished right at the death. 1-1, big two points dropped by Napoli in the top four race here. Uh, another team uh, trying to pull away in, 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 in terms of top, top I guess the second spot, uh, Atalanta on the road to Sassuolo. Uh, f- the first... Uh, Dumb move of the night was uh, Golini coming out of his uh, penalty area. He gets caught out, takes down uh, Bolga. Red card as he was the last man there. Um, that meant uh, a little bit game would be a little more difficult for Atalanta, you would think. I guess I said it made it more even in this one. And uh, it's sure enough, Atalanta scored like not too far, not too long after that. Uh, Gossens, his 10th or 11th goal of the season, uh, impressive by the left back. Uh, nice volley too, goal of the week candidate there in the 32nd. Uh, score that would be the scoreline going into halftime. Uh, coming out of the break though, uh, Berardi would get a penalty opportunity in the 52nd minute. Get, converted that. Um, Sassuolo had some opportunities in this game to make it 2-1. They could not do it. 1-1. This game ends uh, ends in a draw. Uh, that game. This result obviously led to Inter winning the Scudetto today, officially confirmed. Um, and this uh, one point meant that they were level on points with Milan temporarily. Uh, so far this this for this match week and then wrapping up my games Udinese hosting Juventus uh, Udinese they've been pretty pretty strong lately and they scored early uh, in the 10th minute Molina uh, a nice goal by him a powerful shot again past Chesney uh, and it looked like Udinese was going to steal some points in this one but then uh, yeah I don't know Rodrigo de Paul rumors him going to Juventus uh, I guess he wanted to get in getting good with them and uh, gave away a stupid penalty to uh, Cristiano Ronaldo off of his free kick late in the game. Uh, Ronaldo steps up, converted in the 83rd minute. Uh, and just, uh, I don't know, six, five, six minutes later, uh, goal of the week candidate, uh, Rabio, a beautiful cross deep to Ronaldo, backdoor header right between the legs of Scuffet. Uh That made 2-1 uh, Cristiano Ronaldo coming up big in the last 10 minutes of the game. Inter steal three points, and it's a big three points as they push ahead of uh, Napoli uh, in the top four race. Frank, it's... Uh, these, these games between these top four teams outside of Inter were uh, they were tight. They were a lot tighter than they expected, and uh, some of these teams prevailed. Other teams uh, found it a little difficult to get some uh, get some wins here. You, you mean you mean these? you mean Juve prevailed? Uh, you, uh, Juve, what I said. You said Inter. Yeah, whatever. You're, you're, you, we're, we're so used to Juve having this title wrapped up by now, and Inter having to snatch yeah, it yeah. to try to maintain. Sorry, Inter. We're trying to get used to it. You know, it's you know, it's been what te- it's been ten years, guys. Yeah. Okay. And- Miguel, so, thank you with the uh, Duncan. It was Duncan with the assist to Nandes. Yeah, yeah, it was a very nice ball by Duncan. Um, the I watched the Sassuolo Atalanta game, and I was actually surprised by how that game played out. You know, and I think some of this had to do with the early red card to yeah. uh, Golini, but 
I found the game to be a lot cagier than what you would have gotten out of those two teams. I thought we would have seen something a little bit more open because realistically, both of these teams still have something to play for. Sassuolo has an outside shot at sneaking into the top seven and, and snatching a Europa League place away from Roma. Yeah. Um, so that's one thing. Um, and then you've got Atalanta, obviously, who's still trying to fight for top four. And I thought that that would leave us with a with a more open game. But even before the red card, you saw just a you saw a feeling out from both teams that I'm not used to seeing from either of these teams. Um, you know, so it's like they both knew that the other could. Uh, they both knew that their opponents could score goals, and they that's the way they didn't want to play as free flowing as right. normal because they know they could get you know counter attack really quickly. So maybe that was it. I don't know what the hesitation was. Yeah, I mean, there's and and. Uh, you know, certainly there's a fragility to both of these teams defensively. Um, yeah. Kind of funny how Sassuolo, uh, notorious for being Inter's kryptonite, was the team to give Inter the Scudetto by beating Atalanta. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, but um, it, you know, so it, it led to Sassuolo having more of the possession, but then Atalanta looking dangerous because, you know, it's they're Atalanta. You know, Sassuolo, <laughs> they're, they're Atalanta, and, you know, Sassuolo had the combination of Kirikes and, and Marlon back there. Um, yeah. it, you know, not their, not their preferred, uh, combination. So, yeah. and Marlon with the silly penalty, uh, taking down yeah. Real. I mean, I mean, yeah, it's just, uh, that's what you're going to get. You play that kind of defense defenders back there. Um, you're going to give up goals. Yeah. Um, but, uh, great, uh, penalty saved by Concili. Did you see, I think he was trying to get the McGregor strut going and no one would let him. They were all trying to hug him. I saw so that. Could, I saw that. <laughs> he was trying to, trying to work in that, uh, McGregor strut after yeah, saving that penalty. Yeah. I, I saw yeah. him start to swing those arms and they just, he, he couldn't get it in because everybody's celebrating with him. Just like, so, um, in any event. But uh, I, I think that in itself made the game a little more fat, you know, made the game fascinating. Just wasn't what I expected when I turned that game on to watch it. I thought I'd see, you know, a lot more um, open and a lot more attacking. Uh, I forgot to mention that, you know, uh, Miguel brings a good point in that matchup. That penalty Marlon took down Morial. Morial stepped up and Consili. I mean, one of the plays of the week right there with the, with yeah. the save on Morial. I mean, beautiful save by Consili there. I mean, it's stuff like that that are going to decide this, you know, that could potentially end up deciding this top four. When you take a look at that, yeah. you take a look at Napoli falling asleep at the wheel at the end of the game here and, and allowing Nandes to score. These are these are, these are are points you can't drop, and you, these are points you can't let get away uh, when you're trying to secure a top four in what is just becoming a an incredibly tight race uh, for these remaining spots for the Champions League next season. Um, you know, I don't know how you allow Napoli coming. Now, now talking about Napoli, Nandes is a little shit, isn't he? <laughs> he's a little shit, but he's a good shit. I, yeah, but yeah, he's a good player. <laughs> but how do you yeah. let him get in? How do you let him get in and fight for for that yeah. ball at the back post? You know, and Napoli had a bunch of bad bounces in this game. I thought they they were the better team on the day. They had many opportunities. Yeah, he's five foot nine. He's a little shit. Um, Osiman had a wonderful goal. Would have been goal of the week had it counted. Uh, where he he went past Godin. Godin fainted. I don't know what the heck he did. They called it an Osiman, and then he chipped the, chipped the goalkeeper and then scored the goal. You know he missed some opportunities as well. Napoli blew their opportunities, and then when you yeah. when you in this sport when you don't put away your opportunities, you leave a wide open door for the opposition to come in, and it always happens where they where they get a goal at the end. 
Uh, and it happened today with Nandez. Little shit, but he still found a way uh, somehow to get get at the end of that ball that Duncan provided and, and scored that goal. So, uh, yeah, that's football, man. We had Cranio back. He kept his team in it, made four yep. saves. Yep. Uh, so that was that was that was important. And yeah, I mean, and, and, and Napoli ran into let's face it, Napoli ran into a Cagliari who have their own fight right now. They're trying to get some separation from the bottom three. Yeah, you know, and they're now officially a point clear, which they haven't been in that spot in quite a long time. We talked about what a travesty this would be if 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 Cagliari ended up getting relegated with the quality yeah. um, that they have in their team. Husai messed up on that final play. Happy he's leaving. Yeah, Husai, Husai is the bane of. Napoli fans' existence. <laughs> it sounds like it. You know, they don't like him. He's a punching bag. <laughs> yeah. They just don't like him whatsoever. So, um, you know, so there's that. I, I have big – I mean, it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a win and it's three points for Milan, but I have big, big concerns about them. Um, this is a second straight week now where they have faced a team that – is struggling defensively. I mean, let's face it. Lazio's struggling defensively. They got a clean sheet on Milan, and a lot of that, I think, had to do with Simone Inzaghi set Lazio up to play the perfect game against them. It was a perfect game, yeah. Um, but it was – this is a Lazio team that's still leaking goals. Three to Genoa today, five to Napoli, three to Benevento, um, but they get the clean sheet here against Milan. That and and now you've got a Benevento team who has been conceding goals like crazy of late too. Um, and between those two teams, they can only come up with two goals. One, a, a fantastic uh, team goal, and uh, you know, in the sixth minute, it's my goal. It, it is my goal of the week. Uh, Chalinolu's goal um, between the combination play that got it through entering the third and then getting it to Salamakers who played it in the dummy by Kessie. Um, I mean, just everything culminated beautifully there. Um, you know, you give a little credit to Montipo for Benevento though. He made nine saves in this game. He was big. Uh, and he was, he was, he was big. Um, so, but I have, and this is a Benevento that only put one shot on target all game. I mean, Bona, uh, Bona, uh, Bona, Donnarumma was hardly troubled. Yeah. So, um, you know, so we're, uh, I, 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 you know, and we'll talk about this in the preview against Juve. I have big, big concerns. I've got other reasons for why I think it's going to be a problem for Milan next Sunday. Um, you know, let alone can Milan defeat Atalanta on the last match day. If it comes down to that, I'm not going to like the chances at all. I mean, um, Atalanta will probably have nothing to play for other than maybe second place at that point, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, David asked a good question about, you know, if Milan don't make Champions League, do you think Pioli is out? I do. I do, because being the winter champions uh, to not make a Champions League is a massive, massive failure. No matter, this is, no matter, the results of the season have been positive, but yeah. doing that, you know, that's unacceptable. Who do you get then? Because that's the, then that's the Conte, question. Conte, $12 million dollars a year. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Conte is going to stay at Inter. Yeah. You're probably... You know, if Napoli cracked top four, now they're talking about Gattuso staying. If he doesn't, he's he could be going to Fiorentina. Yep. I saw that story. Saudi might be coming to Roma. Um, Insagi's going to stay at, at Lazio, of course. Uh, you know, it lo- you know, depending on what you believe. And I'd like the Juve guy to try to, you know, uh, fill me in on this. But what about the, the talk about Allegri going back? 
Um, Sari to Roma, possibly Spalletti to Napoli, possibly, uh, you know, Gattuso, possibly Fiorentina, you know, if Napoli doesn't make Champions League. Uh, it's a lot of potential moves out there. So who's available? And I don't know. Um, yeah, George, before you check out, uh, let's talk. Let's let's give George a little attention here because he's 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 back in the chat with us and his his calorie came through and and got a <clears throat> got a vital point. Great game from Cranio uh, to help keep him in it. Uh, Duncan with that beautiful ball to Nandez. I thought Pavoletti played pretty well here. I, he's probably a little hard done by not having a goal. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I liked um, I liked Andrea Carboni. Uh, I liked the uh, left back in this team. Young player, uh, ton of energy, 20-year-old uh, Italian international. I don't know if he is Cagliari's property or if he's owned by somebody else, but, uh, you know, another one of these young uh Young Italian players, young fullbacks that uh Nangalan played well too. Play well. Yeah. Yeah, we got a good game out of Nangalan too. It was a good performance for Cagliari and a much needed point, you know, as they're trying to get separation from Benevento at this point. Um, so so well done, George. You should be happy and uh get a good night's rest then. And I got a question oh. for George because he says he's got an early day tomorrow. I gotta be up at four. So what time has he got to get up? I'm just curious. <laughs> isn't he in, he's in Australia, isn't he? No, he's in he's Jersey or something like that. He's in East Coast. Oh, is he in boy. Jersey? He's an East Coast boy, I think. Why did I think he was from another country? So, anyway. He's got the aura. He's got the aura. Oh, oh all right. Well, there you go. <laughs> he's he's branched uh, out, I guess. That's right. Um, Let's see. Uh, David David Garascio is asking, uh, maybe Ranić from Milan. I don't think so because he, no, he wants bridge, power. That bridge, that bridge is burned. Yeah, he wants power. He's not going to come. He needs two jobs, not just one. He's never going to be just a manager. Uh, Mourinho, fuck that. Uh, nope. He's he's gone. He's washed up. I know he's he holds true to many interisti for the for the for the treble he got them. Um, Mourinho's but, next destination is a national team, and I think he's also said out of loyalty to Inter, he would not coach another team in Italy. Good for him. So good for him. Good for him. And I, he hate and you know he hated it in Italy too. Yeah. So too technical. Um, David yep. says uh, I'd rather have a Serie D coach than Mourinho. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds about right. I mean, I don't know who you'd get. I mean, if you part from Pioli now, that's the question because some of these other available managers right now are linked with other jobs. And I thought I saw a rumor be- that Shevchenko said he was interested in being a manager one day, but he's only had the national team job. So yeah, uh, I don't know if I want to test those waters. Uh, so I don't know. We'll see. There's yep. no there's no one that comes to mind right now, and I'm sure there might be. You know, maybe Diego Simeone. He never got the chance to come to Inter, so maybe he comes to Milan. Who knows? I doubt it. I doubt um, that too. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, it's it's going to be uh, if you part from him, it's going to be taking it's 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 going to be an interesting dilemma as far as who Milan would would bring on board. So, yeah. you know, it's kind of a situation that they're stuck. But we'll see if I mean if they if they if they can find a way to finish top four, they, it'll all be moot. Yeah, Lazio's back in this conversation, although they're making it really really damn interesting. Um, they're giving their fans heart attacks. Yeah, they are. Jerry said he needed two ply today, so. <laughs> well, it's Sunday. <laughs> yeah, but if they get that, if they beat Torino, um, in this makeup game, and when is this? When are they playing that game? Do we have that yet? Um, I think we do. I'm not sure. I'm I'm yeah. pulling that up right now and seeing if it shows up. Yeah, May 18th. Uh, so that's the you know they go to Sassuolo with the possibility of being right in this for top four, mm. um, on May 23rd. Boy, May 23rd is going to be fun right now. If it continues to be this close, um, 
May 23rd is going to be an unbelievable day wow. uh, for Serie A. I'm going to have to have a TV. I'm going to have to have like three TVs in one room, and then a laptop will have another game and, and all of that other stuff. So we had a, we had a few. Uh, oh, I think it was like 2017 where we had a really great final day, and I think that was the day that Lazio lost to Inter for the for the Champions League spot or whatever. And that was a really great day. But this is potential. You know, you could have three, four games, huge games with you know Champions League on the on the line here. So. Uh, who knows? I mean, Juventus is still in it. Lazio's in it. Uh, Napoli, Atalanta, and Milan. So uh, <laughs> they're gonna punch each other out and see who who stands alive. Uh, Milan's got a tough test. You know, I'll tell you that they're gonna earn it if they if they make it. David's asking about the Bayern coach. He's 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 going to be the next Germany coach after low. Flick, yeah, down. Flick. Yep. Correct. Correct. Yeah, Flick's taking the Germany job. So uh, speaking of which, and I know this isn't Serie A related, but shout out to. Shout out to Racine, Racine, Wisconsin native Jesse Marsh. Yeah, uh, taking the reins at RB Leipzig. Uh, Racine is about uh, a 35, 40 minutes drive from my house on the way to Chicago. So, um, you know, congratulations to him. Good to see you know, good to see an American, uh, you know, getting in charge of a Champions League uh, squad, Champions League level squad. He's uh, he's the first, and uh, you know, he certainly won't be the last. So. No. Um, I think Juve stretch with Sassuolo and Inter, Inter will be great to see. I agree with that. Juve doesn't have an hasn't have an easy stretch either, and no, you know. So we'll have to see how that goes. Now, um, I'll float a name for you here as far as Milan is concerned. How about Tizerbi? I mean, it's probably it might be a good fit, but after the things Tizerbi said about Milan with the um, uh, Super League. Mm. It's probably a place Milan aren't going to look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it'd be, uh, you know, if that's the case, I hope he stays successful because I think what he's doing there is some really fantastic thing. And I hope next year they even build upon what they've done this year, and maybe they make a push for Europa League or maybe an outside chance at Champions League. I, it's gonna be hard with the teams in the league right now, but uh, yeah, no, he's he's a fantastic manager. But like you mentioned, those comments are gonna probably rub the rub the wrong elbows, and uh, it's probably better for all parties if he doesn't join Milan even though I would take him in a heartbeat certainly over Mourinho sure what do we think about the Milan ultras cornering Donnarumma about his contract pure garbage on their part yep. um so I I, I I genuinely believe Donnarumma wants to stay and he wants to remain at Milan he has said all of the right things he's a young man um but let's also remember not only he's, he's a young man who's played hundreds of games already uh, at the top, at, you know, at, at a high, 200, at a very high right? level, over yeah. two hundred, two hundred over, yeah. So, um, I believe him, and I think that you're seeing. I mean, and this is people think Raiola is a sleaze, right? And 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 I would not fight you for thinking that he is. He is, but he knows what he's doing. He's, yeah, he's top notch for a reason. People go to him for a reason. He's using Donnarumma's desire to stay at Milan for leverage. I mean, that's and and that's the game. You have to play the game, and 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 you take, you take what you're you know you take what you're given. And if you're given that, you've got a client that wants to stay where he is. You're going to try to squeeze that client. You're going to try to squeeze that team to make sure your client gets the best possible contract and the the best possible situation. As far as the ultras. The nice thing for the ultras is that they're going to get to continue to attend future games at the San Siro, unlike these dumb shits that went and infiltrated Old Trafford today. Um, 
yeah, that's smart. Go into the stadium and slide down the tarp and steal soccer balls. You're only on camera, and they're going to identify you. Good luck ever going to a game again. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, it's uh, Donnarumma. You know, first he needs to have a conversation with Zlatan, uh, same manager, and Zlatan is the one who pulls the strings with, with Raiola. You know, Raiola, yeah, he he gets his clients whatever whatever they need, the max amount of money and all that. But you know, when Zlatan, you know, Zlatan's obviously earned the respect to be able to say this to Raiola and say, look, look, I'm going here, get it done. I don't care. Yeah. You know, Donnarumma's got to figure out a way to do that. But yeah, having the ultras do what they did, I, I agree with David that it was garbage on their part, and we saw this in the past with them throwing people throwing money at uh, Donnarumma back in the, back in the day during the Italian tournament. Um, I'm not a fan of it. Those those fans who who did that to Donnarumma, that's bullshit. I mean, he apparently he left you know in tears, and you know he's trying to you know, it's he's 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 in a hard spot. And mm-hmm. I think I think with you, I agree with you that he wants to be at Milan and putting an ultimatum on his head that's saying you need to sign before Juventus or don't play for Juventus. Okay, well if he doesn't play for Juventus, you are likely going to lose that game then because he he comes up huge in games for them, and so yeah. they're going to lose the Champions League. Who are they going to blame now? Oh well, Donnarumma didn't play because he didn't sign. Yeah, see. It's, this it's is bullshit. the business. This is yeah. this is the business of 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 this kind of stuff, and you're correct if you're a fan and you're infuriated by it, and that's a natural reaction, and it's perfectly yes. acceptable yes. to a point where you want to corner a man and corner a young man and threaten him. Um, yeah. yeah, and it's I not all the ultras. It's not all the ultras. You know, no. the ultras of. Every team has their own ultras, and they have ble- they bleed passion for the for their team, and you, sure. they, they you know they they're angry for good reasons. We you know seen it throughout um, Europe where you know the ultras have you know acted up against their teams when they didn't do well, and you get that, you love that, but you know don't don't confront a young man or don't attack buses, don't you know invade the pitches. I mean that's that's nonsense. You know what are you mm. doing? What yep. are you doing? Very agree, very much agree with that. So. Um, we haven't talked about Juve. Yeah, yeah. You know, out of all of this, and uh, I mean, and 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 good on nice. them for be able to. This is a fixture that's always given them fits. They lost it last year at the Friuli. Um, and you know, for eighty so, minutes they struggled. Eighty yep. minutes they struggled. You know, they got the fortune of the of Rodrigo De Paul, and everyone's got their jokes about Rodrigo De Paul wants to join Juventus next season. So, um. Well, according to the announcer in the game, he kept yeah. saying uh, he's going to Milan the whole time. But, um, yeah, no, it's – I don't know. Rodrigo Paul would fit nicely with many teams, I think, many of the top teams. Uh, oh, but, sure. But I think in this one in particular, Juventus, they struggled mightily. And then, you know, there's something missing. I don't know if it was the midfield or, you know, the shots were, were not exactly going on target. Uh, wasn't it making it – you know, Musso didn't have to make anything uh, – any big grades. Was it Musso even net? I don't remember who was in net. It wasn't that many uh, shots Scoof- on goal. Scoufette was in Scoufette, goal. Scoufette, that's right. It was It was Scoufette. And he he had a few opportunities that he had to make saves, and at the end, you know, unfortunately for him, he gets uh, Ronaldo twice in, in the last 10 minutes and nothing he could do. He, I guess he could have done something about the second goal, but uh, yeah. great great header by Ronaldo nonetheless. Um, but, yeah, Juve – you know, when when their back's on the line, Champions League's on the line, they find a way to get the get the results they needed, and uh, uh, big big result for them because you know had they got only the the draw or even the loss in this one, um, they would have been sitting out of the Champions League spot at the moment. Yep. Uh, so they found it. They found a way, and Pirlo's Pirlo's happier than anybody else. There's no one else is happier than him, you know, right now. Martino Scuffet, the former future. Remember how hyped up Scuffet was? Yeah, I know. I know. He was, uh, he was, uh, you know, the next prodigy. He was Donnarumma before Donnarumma, uh, but yeah, he kind of went by the wayside, went on loans, and you know, 
yeah, it just didn't didn't pan out, I guess. And so yeah, he's, he's still a good goalkeeper. Like, he's still twenty four years old. That's that's the crazy, isn't like, it? That's like crazy. Every isn't it? goalkeeper in Serie A in their early twenties, like say twenty two to twenty five, completely lost all of their momentum when Gigio got on the scene. Like you know, you're t- you're because yeah, you're you're talking Scuffet and Merritt and and you know Padding and and all of these guys, and then Donnarumma comes to town, and all of a sudden they're just all brushed to the side. So. Um, Gianni, I wasn't saying Canada's not part of North America. Just FYI, I didn't say that. I just mm-hmm. name enough things. Leave me alone. All because he has two <laughs> F's in his name. Not sure, where you, David. Uh, I'm not sure where you're going with that. So, double failure. Double failure. That right. could be it. So, um, no. I mean, I don't think that Juve is absolved of everything here, but I mean, they get a huge three points when they were on their way to dropping all three. They were on their way to being the team on the outside ah, after this week. Zolf and Buffon both have F's in their name, double F's. Oh, okay. Zolf, we're not that quick Buffon. here. We're not okay. that quick on the show. David, well done. Yeah, Bravo. We keep, keep, keep joining our chat, David. We, we need this. <laughs> um, but uh, they they went from staring down fifth going into next week at Milan at home against Milan to now being in the in one of the places with Napoli on the outside looking in after their dropped points, um, but still not absolved of all of their flaws. So um, I think, you know, we'll, I think uh, Jerry asked in the chat, you know, is that a game between two struggling teams, Milan and Juventus? And it is. I mean, well, let's go ahead and jump the gun and preview that game. I mean, we got these other three games that we'll talk about and we'll get to them, but. We've got two teams that, even though they produced winning results this week, they're still struggling. I mean, yeah, it's not pretty. At we all. talked about Milan and said, you know, a Benevento team that is just getting blown away by everybody, and you can only come up with two. Uh, a not Lazio team that can't keep any that can't keep anybody out, and they keep you out. And now you got a Juve team that is certainly. Let's just say it's very, very interesting how they're finding their ways, getting their points, falling behind. I mean, they've been behind in these last three games. Um, I mean, four actually. If you if you throw in the Atalanta game, which they lost, they fall. They're they're behind, okay, and have had to come back and, and rescue points. They're not Allegri's Juve. They're not the, you know, all right. It's two nil. You don't have a prayer of getting anything out of this yeah. now. Um, they. They struggle and and they fall behind and then they all of a sudden come alive and something happens and they get a point out of it or they get a win out of it and in, in this case you know DePaul basically gifted Juve a penalty with having his arm out you know jumping on the on the free kick so I you know I don't want to say that I guess I will say it Juve have been lucky where Milan have been just subpar yep and of course they were going to beat benevento i mean you've got i wasn't lucky, so sure for half the game <laughs> well you've got you've got a lucky team against a subpar team something's got to give you know does milan all of a sudden find their game was that an important 90 minutes for zlatan ibrahimovic to play to get his legs back and have himself ready to play juve can Juve get something together here um, and play with some organization and try to channel some of that stuff because they still have a dressing room full of guys that were part of those teams. I mean, this, this game, I'll say this about Milan. 
Milan are not top four without winning this game. I'm just going to take make that hot take right now. And I know that Juve have a pretty tough stretch the rest of the way as well. But if Milan don't win this game, I, I can't see them top four without winning this game at Juventus. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I'm going to have to agree with that because the, the schedule is that tough. Um, and you end it all with Atalanta at the end of the season, and that's yep. that's a difficult ask. Unless you know, you, unless you hope for a Golini red card again early in the game, yeah, that's a difficult difficult ask there. And so I think it almost is a must win in this situation. And uh, yeah, if they don't if they don't get a victory here, you know, it's gonna be dark. They're gonna have to pull something out of their ass to, at the end of the season because you know this makes it a little bit easier going going that down the stretch you know get a big win against against Juventus a team that's also battling for the Champions League spot you know and so uh it's a must win it's, a, it's certainly it's a must win i think probably for both teams a a point might be okay considering that Juve's schedule is still rather tough with Sass, going to Sassuolo playing Inter there's still some but i i i can't see i right now go into this saying Milan have to win this game and the problem that I have here is all of a sudden I have a genuine problem with Pioli and preparing these Milan teams for these big games. All of a sudden, the the well is run dry. They, yeah, yeah, Miguel, they beat Juve last summer 4-2 when they were in this unbelievable form. Right now, you go and you take a look across the board at their games against the teams around, at and around the top. Um Atalanta at the beginning of the at the beginning of the calendar year lost three nil. Juve they lost. Uh, Napoli they lost at home two one. Lazio lost three nil. Sassuolo lost two one. Can't remember the. Do I have the Roma result? I think they. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm going back. They won two one. Okay, that's their only win against the teams at and around the top eight. Okay, in this calendar year. And that's not saying much because Roma has been absolutely trash uh, here coming down the stretch. Um, so th- I'm I, Pioli has struggled to get this team up for big games, has not found the formula to suddenly win these big games, or he lost the formula for winning these big games that he was winning last summer. I really, really hate to say this as a Milan supporter, but I see a 2-1 win for Juve. I think it's going to be an ugly game. I think there's going to be some odd goals scored in here. Um, I don't think that this is going to be pretty by any ex- by any stretch of the imagination, given everything that's on the line. And I don't want to be this pessimistic, oh, woe is me, Milan supporter. I have to call it the way I see it. And I just think that at the J, with Milan having their problems under Pioli in these kind of games all of a sudden, uh, I'm going to say Juve 2-1. I absolutely hope that I'm wrong, but I that's the result I'm going to uh, hang my hat on right now. That's that's the way I see it. And Jerry says 5-1 to Milan. <laughs> well, hopeful thinking, right? Uh, that'd be nice. That would be nice. Uh, yeah, no, I think I think you're right. This is a, is a two struggling teams, uh, but Milan right now, there's nothing on their they don't play. They don't play well in these big games, and just don't look. You don't have to look that far from the three nothing game uh, against uh, against Lazio, right? Where they didn't show up at all in that game, and that's that's a game we thought, oh, that's you know they should be able to get on the front foot early, and they didn't. Um, it's gonna be hard. I'm gonna be hard. I mean, you know, they're gonna be hard pressed to find a way to break down Juventus and consistently. Not that Juventus are lights out defensively by any stretch. They're not. But I think Milan are just, they're very wasteful. To Miguel's point, he mentioned earlier that they've been very wasteful. Uh, Martino saying 2 nothing to Juve. And yeah, it's, 
it's going to be similar to the first game this season where uh, they kind of one of the first teams that really beat Milan from their big long winning streak that they had. Two um, one is it's it's probably a, a fair shot, Frank. It, it really is. Um, I can also see a draw on this. I don't. I, I don't. It's easier for me to see a win by Juve or a draw as opposed to a Milan win. And it's unfortunate because I think this is a must-win game and they need to find some ways. Zlatan needs to come up big. Um, all the guys have to be on top of their game and Pioli especially has to nail the tactics in this one. Um, not that it has to be you know, uh, the best game of his career or their careers, no. But they have to play very well because you know, Juve, even though they're struggling, they have moments of brilliance, and they find ways like Rabiota, Ronaldo, late in games. You know, they find ways to to get goals when they need it, and uh, you know that could very well happen. And and Juve's had their number lately, so why why not? Yep. Phil makes a good point. Teams are swarming Benison and Cassie as they build up the field. They they need Hakan to be the link to that attack. Yeah, Hakan's got to stop hiding. Uh, you know, in those build up moments, I definitely agree with that. So, um, good point. Um. Anything else? Anything else we got out of this? No, but I see David had a, chat, a comment earlier saying, "Do you guys think Inter will throw the game against Juve to stick it to Milan?" It's like, no, you know, I think they actually hate Juve more than they hate Milan, so I don't yeah. think they would do that. <laughs> yep, I agree. I agree. So, um, all right. So that was our uh, total recap of the uh, top four race as it stands. The preview of uh, Milan at Juve. There were three other games. We kind of just we kind of deviated from uh, what our script was, but that's fine. That's what we do. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So deviated script always better than a deviated septum. Um, yes, yes. So less painful. Um, <laughs> <laughs> less painful. Yes. All right. Verona won, Spezia won, Salcedo in the forty-sixth, Sapponar in the eighty-sixth. Um, oh, I got to go and look for where my other games are. Oh. Uh, Bologna three, Fiorentina three. This was a great game. Yeah. Uh, Vlaovic does not go Panenka on his penalty. Um, 22nd minute there. Uh, Rodrigo Palacio got a hat trick. Not bad for a 73 year old. No, not bad. 31, 31st, 71st, and 84th minute. Uh, Bonaventura would score in the 64th. Vlaovic would score in the 73rd. 3 3 there. Sampdoria two, Roma nil. Roma suck. Okay. They flat out <laughs> suck. They have quit they on have Fonseca. Quit. They have well, flat out quit on the guy. You, you see what Basketball happened against is, United? Did you see what happened against United? Yeah, they got oh gosh, and they were winning. They were up two one. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean Adrian Silva in the forty fifth, Yankto in the sixty fifth. There, <laughs> Fonseca's out after this season. There's no way he survives what's going on. This unless is they pull a miracle against moment. United. And suddenly, my prediction of Sassuolo finishing seventh is going to look amazing. Maybe I don't get the champion right, but I was the yeah. only one out of that group of people on Vittorio's video that said Sassuolo would finish in the top seven. So If the standings stayed the way they are today, I would have the top eight correct, which is pretty good. Yeah, good for you. But that's not going to end this way. <laughs> if, it held, if it holds it, yeah, you kind of, you pretty much had it dead nuts this way, didn't you? Yeah. So, all right. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, there's really nothing else to say about those games, is there? Um, let's see. Well, the Vignato had a, a hat trick. Uh, hat trick of assists, I should say. Yeah, um, Vignato's, Vignato's star is rising. That's for oh sure. my god, he had, he had a hell of a game. Um, you know, Palacio, good for Palacio getting the hat trick. Uh, good, good move by him. Vlaovic is uh, his stocks continue to rise with the goals with his 19 and 19 and 20 or 18 and 19 in this game. Um, so you know, 
both teams make it a certainly entertaining game. Um, Sampdoria Roma, I mean, you pretty much hit all the topics there. Really wasn't much to talk about. Audero gets uh, uh, an honorable mention for me with a great save on the uh, on the penalty kick uh, save against Jacko, uh, I believe it was. So, um, I mean, other than that, I mean, no, nah, there's really not much to talk about. Hellas and uh, Spezia, we thought we saw finally saw a goal from. Um, uh, lasagna, but that goal got taken away through offsides. But yeah, yep. no, really not much to talk about. All right. We should make mention it's a big game tomorrow. Um, I mean, it's absolute last chance saloon for Torino yep. um, in terms of, or I mean, not Torino, but for Parma um, in terms of uh, their bid for uh, survival. I mean, they pretty much, they have to win out and uh, Torino have to pretty much self-destruct the rest of the way. And I, I'll make this quick. That's not going to happen. Torino's going to win this game. I like the form that they're in. Uh, they, you know, draw, drawing Juventus, beating Udinese and Roma, drawing Bologna, you know, narrowly losing, you know, not narrowly losing to uh, to Napoli, but losing to an informed Napoli that they don't have to apologize for, in my opinion. Hmm. Um, but, uh, and, and this Parma team is just having a hard time keeping anybody out. You've got Belotti, you've got Sanabria, you've got a lot of quality in this Torino, Torino team, or at least too much quality for Parma. Um, Torino wins, gets to 34 points, um, so it gives them a little bit of breathing room above the drop and uh, uh, confirms Parma's relegation to Serie B. Yeah, I say Parma go up 2 nothing and blow that lead and lose 4-2. That's what it'll be. That's, <laughs> and that's what it'll be also. Because Parma have dropped an, an godly amount of points this season. We've talked about that just... Yeah for the last several weeks. Yeah. So, oh, man. But uh, – Poor Diversa. Well, Parma. yeah. I Poor mean, Parma. yeah, they'd be a mid-table team yeah. um, if they could hold on to what they were able to to get. So um, – but, alas, it doesn't happen. So uh, Yep. Yep. All right. Uh, goals of the week real quick. I, I only have three. Um, yeah. Uh, you want me to go first? Go ahead. All right, so my honorable mention, Audero with a penalty kick save. Uh, so my top five. Uh, it was hard for me, too, to pick some goals, but I got a couple of goalkeepers, I think, in this one. Um, Duncan Tenandez, uh, that game-tying goal was number five for me. Number four, uh, Alex Moret coming in with a save on Pavoletti, uh, point blank. Uh, what a save on hit by him. Uh, nice reaction save, number four. Number three, Ingon Concili with the penalty kick save. Uh, really well done there on Muriel. Number two, Ronaldo's goal, his second goal from Rabio. Rabio with a nice long assist to him, and he got it between the legs of Scuffet. And then number one, Insigne to Osimen. Uh, great pass by Insigne. Even better touch by Osimen and put it away. Uh, that's my top goal of the week. Nice. Um, I only have three. Um, I'm going with uh, Alberto's curler against Genoa at number three. Uh, Osimen's goal at number two. And then the uh, team goal from Milan with Hakan Chalanolu finishing um, is my uh, goal of the week. Okay. Uh, this week. Some. Goalkeeping performance is definitely worth mentioning. Montipo, nine saves against Milan. Yep. Uh, the penalty saves that you alluded to, Adero and uh, Concili in particular. Uh, so um, definitely uh, worth some recognition. So Yeah. And it is now time Have for the world's most popular hashtag game. Who won Calcio Twitter? All right, look at this. So we, you see, we need we need theme music for this. We do. We have Benny Benny Hills. We don't. Oh, we need it live. I guess. Yeah, we do. We do we need it live. Uh, but uh, we got uh, Jerry's mug here, starting this off. Uh, it's from Alex uh, Alex Dono says, uh, 
Better than Marici. It's Jerry holding the middle finger up. <laughs> Wasn't this the end of our... Yeah, this was the end of ours. It might have been. Week. It might have yeah. been. I don't know. I we, can keep yeah. track. I can keep that's track. Fine. <laughs> that's fine. We can bring that up again because... Uh, yeah, so that's 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 fine. And there there was last week's winner just to show everybody. Don uh, Interlover number 19 now is who he calls himself. At Inter is in my soul. Uh, Fiorentina versus every other team. Fiorentina versus Juventus, the Galacticos of Real Madrid. <laughs> so... Uh, let's see here. Art Morelli, uh, Jerry, two-ply Mancini knows a poopy pants when he sees one. That was kind of part of last week. Let's, uh, jump up to this other one. Um. Nemo was, uh, this one. Art Morelli. Missing uh, top four after being winter champs would be so inexcusable. I don't want to hear excuses from anyone. I don't know where Art found this one, but this is freaking gold. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, All right. I think uh, right off the bat, Mr. Morelli is the leader in the clubhouse. Oh, uh, my goodness. With that one. So uh, let's see if it can be topped. Yeah, let's see if it can be topped. All right. Uh, next one is uh, so uh, the f- original quote or tweet came from uh, at F- FTBL Joe. It says, How the F. Uh, did we not win a UCL from a nine-year domestic dominance? And so, uh, big S Scudetto how at underscore Nerazzurri says, uh, Orsato doesn't travel with the team outside of Italy. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. It, this is very true. Uh, was Orsato the referee? He was the referee in Lazio Milan, which, by the way, he was such a joke in that game. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, uh, Sabrina is nominating at Rosonari TV. Uh, Calma, AC Milan is preparing for the ESL. The S is silent. Uh, <laughs> Europa League. <laughs> back to Thursdays, right? Uh, that's right. Uh, this next one is more sad but funny. Uh, it comes from at Semprista. says, uh, we went from second to fifth in 90 minutes. <laughs> he's, taking off, he's taking off his medal. <laughs> Oh, oh, is this Istanbul medal? Yeah. Oh, my. Uh, Why soon. bring that up? Too again? soon. Too soon. Oh, mercy. All right. Um, we're putting Alex Dono on the board again. Uh, this was back in November where uh, Bonave Guntura, uh, mom, where's the car key? Me, AC Milan. What? I said AC Milan on top of the table. Um, <laughs> Alex Dono, she'll never find those keys now. <laughs> Leave it to an um, Interisti to pounce. Yep, yep. I still got I still got art ahead so far. That's right, that's right. Uh, next coming in is at Rossoneri blog says uh, Milan of the first half of the season would beat this Milan eight nothing. <laughs> Probably. Probably. Uh, Probably. All right. So, <laughs> okay, at Saturnian ninety six. Uh, Apparently, this is a sneaky a text message from a sneaky Kenyan. <laughs> Lad, you're clearly the better player. Can you just pass it round the back for the second half? I want to eat some toast. <laughs> Report message. <laughs> uh, so this is uh, this is AC Milan's season in a nutshell. This comes from at Grego underscore, underscore 1899. I play from the beginning. Yep, Milan thinking they're going to win a top three place. And nope, oh, what? 16th. What? What is this? Uh, that's funny. All right. Yep. All right. So that's from at, at Grego underscore 1899. That is a challenger. I like that. 
Uh, at Sabri B10, Sabrina, Milan's on fire. We always love the uh, gifs of the floating <laughs> dumpster fires. <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay, this one comes in from Nima. He says, uh, <laughs> this is a song. Let me play here. <laughs> it's a Maurizio Sari to Roma song. Uh, definitely go listen to it. Um, Nima went on a, like a, a rant about this, like constantly putting the videos of this and, and tweets about this. Uh, pretty funny. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff, Nima. <laughs> oh. All right, at Fredwork underscore Mac. Uh, oh God. Let's take a look here. Uh, Lukaku's mom coming into the locker room following <laughs> the Scudetto win after ruining Milan's season. Roy Williams. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and Roy Williams just retired this year. Oh, man. Okay, okay. Next is uh, at Tommy Azzurri says, uh, Tonell plays football like Pirlo coaches football. <laughs> Which one is? Oh, there you go. Tonell. <laughs> yeah, Tonell. Tonell. Instead of Tonali. There you go. And then our friend at Napoli Sansone, <laughs> come on now. We like Johnny. Come on now. Uh, come Get on now. Get the pod right, man. I mean, the Calcio guys are good guys, but this is this is Serie A sit down. <laughs> and and uh, the Calcio guys, uh, you know, uh, backed us on that, so we appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> there are certain places that certain places that if if they were the ones that would have been tagged, they probably would have said, "Hey, I got an idea. Let's start a thing called Who Won Calcio Twitter." Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> uh, we're not going to name names. Mm-hmm. So let's see. So we've got another one here. Uh, oh gosh, uh, this is this is almost in bad taste. But Morelli on the board once again. Inter Nord rooting for Lazio last night. Oh dear, we're getting into yeah. that fascist stuff. Yep. Again. Yeah, sorry, can't uh, can't qualify that. But that does not. Uh, our, arts Arts Winter Champions one is still in there. So yeah, this doesn't get any better though. The next one comes from Ad Samo thirty three XX, and it's duo behind Inter Scudetto this season. And apparently, it's uh, Lukaku and his mom. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Oh nice. man, uh, that's you know, back when Lukaku had the uh, wasn't bald. Yeah. All right, that board Interista. Man's waiting to see who will win the race for fourth place between Milan and Juve. Decide custody of Donnarumma ladder match <laughs> between Juve and Milan, and that is board Interista. Um, <laughs> so that's it's going to be a ladder match next week. So. All right, next one comes in from at uh, Poli Yowl, and it says, how did Foden miss? And then it's Kiesa looking at it and says, who is Phil Foden? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness, yeah, that's... Uh, oh, God. <laughs> Kiesa. Why, why are we ripping on Kiesa? <laughs> Big Scudetto show again. Quadrado Juventus highlights 2021. <laughs> <laughs> that's good that's a good one that's a good one <laughs> is that the extent of it that yeah come that's on it. no quadrado hasn't been that bad oh no but it's funny as hell <laughs> yeah okay uh, martino's on the board martino's on the board so uh the original tweet came from uh ed zoe underscore gex and it says i have an inherent distrust for people that enjoy running and then rafael yeah <laughs> <laughs> that is good uh, that is All good. Right. Uh, we have uh, at Francescalcio underscore 
today is 2006 World Cup winner Simone Baroni's birthday, and he's still waiting for people in Zaghi to pass him the ball. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> there was actually a, a Netflix uh, Italia commercial where uh, people finally sent the uh, the ball via e- via mail to a Barone's house. It was funny, funny. Nice. <laughs> All um, right, Martino's back. Uh, so the original tweet came from uh, Ericsson's whore, and it says, "Ah, God is with us." And then Martino tweeted out, "City Milano after the Golini red." <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, Mercy. Okay, so. Uh, Let's recognize Jay Glazer from Fox Sports. Uh, just to be clear, for the thousandth time, as I woke up to all this stuff sent my way on social media, my family is from Brooklyn, not Tampa. We do not own Man U. We can't sell because we don't own it. You can't be that good a fan of them and think if you think an NFL insider owned your team. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he's getting bombarded with this guy, that kind of stuff. <laughs> all, all right. right. Uh, next one comes from at Black Gianni. Says uh, DePaul's trial versus Juve. Two key passes. Check. Completed, pa- completed the most dribbles, check. Completed the most tackles, check. Won the most duels, 10, check. Free penalty for Juventus, check. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a good audition. Yeah, yeah. Puts him in there, I don't mind that. Uh, let's see, and uh, at Italian, Brando replied to him, assisted a goal to keep Champions League alive so that Juve can afford to sign him. Masterclass <laughs> from the ball. <laughs> uh, nice, nice. Everyone's All having, right. having fun with that one. Uh, Ricky Buzz, friend of the show, he says, uh, Roberto Gagliardini is a Scudetto winner. Still processing that. Bobby Gags. Bobby we're Gags all, is Scudetto We're all still winner. processing that. We are. We are. So, <laughs> at uh, Troll Football is on the board. Serie A fans after someone other than Juventus <laughs> won the league title. <laughs> Crying in cameras and... Taking pictures and so happy. So happy. Let's see. Uh, uh, let's see. What is this next one? Oh, I didn't even see this one yet. Saeed, that's what I, Saeed? Yeah. My milkshake brings all the voices here. Okay, so I guess the original video was uh, uh, Interfans celebrating. There's only a couple, uh, handful of fans that are out there. And so somebody posted another video where it says, my milkshake brings all the voices to the yard. And some four kids that are just hanging out in the courtyard dancing. <laughs> same vibes, same vibes. That's right. That's right. Uh, and, and what is this? Capo Curvas, Stockholm, and Eratura. Who is this guy from? Uh... Where is this? This isn't in me. Not sure. Not sure. Oh, it's in Stockholm. I think it's in Stockholm. Was that in Stockholm? Yeah. Okay. That was from uh, Siavush. Okay. But that's, uh, the, yeah, at, 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 that's what I, Saeed. Uh, it was all right, Saeed. I think we got, I, I, I know what's winning this one so far. Um, let's see. Board Interista. Oh, yeah. Juve tested positive for Scudetto 19. <laughs> George, ah, yes. The day bandwagers become Inter Milan fans. Who won couch at Twitter? There you go, George. I think that's all of them, isn't it? That's it. Oh, man. It comes down to two with me, uh, but... I'm going to slightly give this one to uh, Mr. Morelli kicking this yeah. thing off. That yeah. was a pretty pretty hilarious one there. Yeah, Art, Art put up a Art, – Art, uh, Art got out there on the golf course, put up a good number, and made everybody try to come and chase him. Yeah. So, and, nobody, and nobody could get him. So I think, uh, Mr. Morelli, congratulations. Uh, you are the winner of Who Won Calcio Twitter this week. So, 
Uh, any other uh, housekeeping we got to do here, Richard? Housekeeping, housekeeping. Um, no, I can't. I can't think of anything. All right. Well, I guess at that rate, we will put a bow on this edition of Seria Sit Down. Uh, Richard, shameless plug time. As I congratulate Mr. Morelli. Um. Yeah. Uh. Well, shameless plug. Obviously, you can follow me at r underscore k h a r m a n, uh, and anywhere on social media. Um. And then was I on any shows recently? I'm trying to think. I don't think so. So yeah. This uh, follow all the people in the chat. There's a lot of good people in the chat. Make sure you go follow them. Uh, Interworld Wide's here in the house. Just jumped on. What's up? Uh, what's up, man? Anthony's in the house. So, all right. Uh, Frank, what do you got for us? Um. I am at ftc underscore 21 on uh twitter that's where you can follow me um i think i'll be back on alex's uh radio program on uh man of the match on friday Uh, i gotta talk to him about that so so we'll see uh i was uh passed over for a lot of nfl draft stuff which is understandable so um but anyway uh Serie sit down. We have our own channel on Apple Podcasts. We have our own channel on SoundCloud. You can find us on Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever there are podcasts. Uh, you can find Serie sit down at Serie sit down on Twitter or Instagram. Check us out there. Send us your comments. Send us your questions for future podcasts. Uh, we'll be happy to cover them. Uh, we're also on Facebook. You can check us out there, we, although we don't visit that one as often. But uh, definitely uh, pay a visit anyway if you have some time on your hands um if you are watching this video for the first time please 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 um uh subscribe and drop a like um we would definitely appreciate it um and uh it helps us out tremendously and then also the subscription will give you notifications of when we go live again so uh which is weekly uh so uh make sure that uh you do that if you haven't done so already we had we had an awesome chat we packed the chat tonight. I, I, I'm, uh, I'm grateful to you all. Thank you all for coming in there. Um, and uh, another great week of Who Won Calcio Twitter. Enter yeah. our champions. Until uh, next week, Richard. Ciao. Yep. Thank you again. And uh, chat, thanks again. And thank you all for listening. And as always, tell your paisans about us. Ciao.